Hello and welcome everyone to yet another episode at the Indie Football Podcast. It almost seems like a long time since we had a last one with everything that's going around in the sporting world. And today we have we have with us a very special guest who is who has been you know who told me he's pretty cool with being introduced as a Real Madrid fan. But Kunal is here. He's been gracious enough to be with us for this episode where we're gonna be. Talking about the Champions League final, so Kunal is, has basically completed his civil engineering four years ago and is currently on with his family's business. So hi Kunal, how uh, what's up? Hello guys, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So and of course on the other hand, I have my very reliable co-host who's always here, always coming up with ideas, <laughs> always. A very propulsive kind of a podcaster, <laughs> Anukar sir. How are you? How's it going? I am doing great. I met this really amazing and cool person yesterday. Doi Payan Mukherjee, my that was you. And yeah, uh, one yeah. more. It was like one more day in my life of getting exposed badly at table tennis. <laughs> and other than that, yeah, life is fun. Everything is doing going great. So yeah, uh, excited for this episode. Though not so excited about whatever happened last week. So yeah, <laughs> I can I can completely un- understand. So let's let's just cut to the chase. I'm very excited to this, doing this. So I mean, uh, Kunal basically Ancelotti's side had you know had to come back from the death so many times in route to the final, but for once they did not need it it in Paris. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was pretty, you know, self-explanatory. Liverpool yeah. is a tra- side who will obviously press you, and they'll press you to the end. And we don't have uh, Santiago Bernabeu to save us this time, so it had <laughs> to be executed perfectly. And the guys came out and they played superb. Yeah, I mean, uh, Anuka sir, it can't be just luck, right? There has to be more right. to it than that, you know. And yet, in every game in the knockout phase of the Champions League against. PSG, then Chelsea, then Manchester City. They have had fewer shots than their opponents. Even on in this final, Liverpool had 24 shots compared to Real's just four. So, where do you right. think it all turned? Uh, I think, uh, like as much as I hate to admit it, uh, admit it, it was you know all boil. It all boiled down to mentality because uh, I remember like a few seasons back. Uh, now I have to put in the put in a Liverpool reference to explain my point. <laughs> when uh, Liverpool won the Champions League, uh, that was a time when you know they were also uh, uh, they defeated Napoli at like they were about to lo- uh, lose or I think draw to them, and that would have you know kicked them out of the group stages. But they uh, were able able to beat them uh, beat them then they defeated uh, barcelona coming back from three goals uh, down i think it's just the mentality of great teams uh, something that real also showed this time around by you know coming yes. out of nowhere to uh, at the death stages to beat teams like chelsea man city and uh, psg so yeah uh, the thing is that it goes to show that that mentality that's what drives you more than what you know is written on paper at the end of the day, you can say that your team or my team has a certain number of players which might really work well and that might, you know, win you a lot of FIFA games. But yeah. in real life, Correct. it's all about, you know, how the players perform on the pitch, how they are able to uh, cope with the pressure and how they are, you know, able to not put their guard down and keep fighting. And that's what Real did. Credit to them. It hurts. It sucks. But they deserve it. Yeah, I mean... They say in professional sport, you are only as good as your last game, right? So, I mean, 
for yep. liverpool passes were misplaced crosses were a bit overhead you know dangerous forwards were weirdly ignored defenders and goalkeepers who have been you know a solid all season ended up lying down in the box as the ball ricochets between them and only a var decision that nobody seemed to be able to explain that ruled out an opening goal so kunal i mean when that benzema goal happened right before the half time what yep. what were your thoughts at that point of time in the game um i mean the commentators itself were confused as to <laughs> give it a goal or not and yeah. uh, they themselves were clarifying that they had to look book uh, look into the rule book and it was a controversial decision but uh, it's okay i mean um uh, we were uh, dominated uh, the first 20 to 25 minutes by liverpool and yeah. we were just soaking in the pr- pressure and after 25 minutes we were just playing good cruz came out uh, he started uh, Uh, playing really really deep and uh, he was opening up uh, modric and casemiro between the lines and i guess that was his best performance uh, of the season and uh, probably mm-hmm. he was like with a uh, orchestra stick and he was just uh, casting his magic over there and so <laughs> that's how we soaked up the uh, pressure i mean like i still remember in the first uh, 15 to 25 minutes uh when henderson you know um, henderson was so confused as to who has to cover because cruz was so deep and carval was open on the other flank and uh, i mean like it, it was absolute chaos uh, after the 20 25 minutes but uh, we managed to pull it off somehow yeah, uh, after I mean, the first 45 minutes that's an that's an in- interesting aspect that i wanted anukash to also speak a bit on because if we see how the game started real madrid were a bit under pressure a bit under the weather they were out of sorts but then once that goal uh, that disallowed goal happened and the early parts of the second half that's when you know real madrid showed you know what they are and that goal and even about that goal also that disallowed goal anukar sir what did you think about that uh, see Uh, first of all, like I wasn't really thinking about the rules. I was just thinking that I hope this goal, this goal, you know, keeps uh, doesn't really get get yeah. turned in uh, legitimately. But uh, like now that when I like you know that I didn't do it, and you know they uh, were reading some informative articles about it. The thing was that uh, the the rule. There's an intelligent attempt like uh, th- that was from Fabinho. He didn't mean to pass it to Benzema. Yeah. Uh, then it's kind of seen that uh, uh, the last involved player, like I think Robertson, was you know ahead of Benzema, but he wasn't involved in the game. Uh, he wasn't involved. To, uh, but the thing is, I think uh, he was uh, Benzema was slightly ahead of Allison. and uh, the liverpool defender that was the reason that it was termed offside otherwise it wouldn't have been and like uh, because the thing is the offside rule is probably the most complex in football so uh, you know like there are literally uh, jokes on social media that explain it to me like the offside rule <laughs> just <laughs> make it complicated and uh, that's how it is so uh, the thing is that uh, while a, a, someone who's a layman might think that you know there was another liverpool defender ahead of benzema then then it should have been a legitimate goal but that's not what the rule book says because fabinho had an indeliberate attempt he didn't mean it he so he passed it to benzema and benzema was ahead of the last uh, liverpool actor 
Alexander uh, made by Alison or I think Alexander Arnold, whoever it was. That was the reason it was ruled out. So uh, as much as you know, one might say that it was a goal, it should have been a goal. It really wasn't a goal. May it have been Liverpool also for that matter. But uh, that's the thing with football and a lot of uh, other things in sports and cricket. In your case, uh, things are defined by fine margins, and okay. so was it. Yeah, I mean that's a very fine, that's a very clear technical explanation for those who you know. I know many friends who followed that game and who don't usually follow football just because it was the Champions League final, and there were a lot. I know a lot of them were you know uh, deeply about what happened. But I mean, moving for moving forward to a segment which I felt was you know the the biggest show of the entire match and. I will just put up an outset by saying that the fact that Courtois has been, you know, alongside Benzema, probably Madrid's best player, says a lot yeah. for how their season has gone. Right. At the very last, he was there claiming a cross from the left in a crowded box and giving it one last point downfield. You know, Luka Modric ran straight to him at the final whistle and he was soon engulfed. You know, for the modern elite, it's like goalkeepers may occasionally be the heroes in one-off games. But it's unusual for them to be quite so central over the course of a season. So, I mean, Kunal, I mean, what what do you have to say about our team's goalkeeper? Not only in this game, but also probably the entire season what he's done for this us. Is, this is such an emotional season for Courtois. Uh, that yeah. is the reason, you know, he spit it out at the end of the game that he has to be respected uh, by the English fans and everything going around that. But um, I think... Probably alongside Benzema, he's the best player uh, for Real Madrid. Sorry. And one thing that, you know, uh, I guess was included in the tactical point uh, was that Courtois was actually our 11th man and he was our most important man because he's like 7 foot tall, like almost <laughs> like whatever the height might be. And uh, it, it 100% makes sure to, you know, use him as a goalkeeper. So, you know, uh, the midfield of Cruz and Modric, they were allowing certain shots by Salah and Mane uh, towards Courtois and he was comfortable. And uh, during the first 15 to 20 minutes, he got used to those. And it's the stat is crazy. I mean, like he's had 56 saves uh, in this uh, Champions League campaign. And like, and there is a huge gap between the second, second uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, him. And that, I mean, Kotoa, without Kotoa, uh, Real Madrid wouldn't have uh, won this Champions League. And that is clear. I mean, like, you couldn't even argue about it. He's uh, unarguably our, uh, one of the most uh, favorites of this season. Yeah, and he deserves it. Correct. Before I come to Anukar sir and ask, ask his opinion on this uh, Real goalkeeper, you know, when I was very uh, younger, I mean, I'm still young. I am, when I was younger, that time I used to feel if... If there was a game of football that I have followed and no goals were scored in them, I pretty much thought it was like such a waste of 90 minutes of my life. I could right, have right. But now, now as I as I've come to understand the game a bit better, even when there was no goals, I just it was probably a moment every time a heart in our mouths for all RM fans when they see Courtois yep, saving yep. such kinds of you know attempts. So I mean, Anukar sir does I mean an appreciation or do you ha- do you know any other goalkeeper who? Who, who has been such central to a football team's efforts? 
uh like before i answer that question i would like to digress a bit and just say uh, that as soon as you uh, asked kunal right uh, that the biggest event of the match i had the indian male tendency to say camila cabellero's performance <laughs> but <laughs> i was like oh my god i hope you didn't say that <laughs> but jokes apart uh, see uh, uh, that is true i think uh, if you want to talk about it i would like to talk about uh, edwin wenders uh, manchester united's uh, 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 goalkeeper of yesteryears, not even that bad. Just I think more than around a decade back. Uh, so I think Manchester United was in an era under Sir Alex Ferguson when it won a when they won a lot of titles. And uh, Edwin Wenders Har was one goalkeeper who stood out for them. He wasn't the you know he wasn't someone you uh, like you would like hear about a lot like Casillas for that matter. You would hear about him, listen about him by a lot of people by a lot of legends. And yeah. Edwin Wenderhart was rated. I won't deny that. There's there are no two ways about that. But he wasn't like you know rated that much that everyone and anything and everything like Oliver Kahn for that matter. Like he wasn't talked about that much. But right. he was someone who was central to their plans. He was someone uh, who was you know who kept them. uh at the uh, at the top and uh, when you see matches like this these you realize that um, the when it comes to winning matches uh, the although scoring goals is the most important aspect most important stat but keeping your team in the hunt is something that is equally important and matches like these performances like these articulated epitomize it and show us uh, the best of football and that's what yeah. we saw in the Champions League final Yes, I would like to add. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been following Real Madrid since uh, about nine, ten years. But like, um, I've I've seen highlights of uh, Iker Casillas' uh, performance versus uh, Leverkusen, and that was pretty great. I mean, like, you have to uh, appreciate that performance. But mm-hmm. what we saw uh, on the Champions League final in Paris, that was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I I I still remember shouting out. Uh, his name even though he was not on the ball uh, after seeing the saves that he was pulling off i mean that mm-hmm. was insane that was insane like the even even if you uh, consider that save in the manchester city second leg the one where uh, uh, the verb uh, i don't remember the player's name uh, he Mahrez. just saved no no it was not mahrez uh, the 100 million signing Who was it? Grealish, Grealish, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 Grealish, Grealish. So that save, <laughs> that save was how we how we remember people's names yeah, yeah. and signing and forget their names also. But yeah, yeah. as a Madrid fan, you have to remember how much and who who is paying how much for the players. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and so like I remember the save, and uh, you have to watch it twice to see that Koto got a clear leg on that Grealish shot. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. True, I mean, but this has not been a normal season for Madrid, right? They have survived by nope. the nerve, by the capacity to produce moments. Poetic, poetic. Yeah, by the by the capacity to produce moments of brilliance when they have needed them. The way, of course, the goalkeeper Courtois has saved them again and again is in part a measure of his own excellence, but also of the fact that this is not a Madrid that can control. Games as I've come to know they had in the previous year years. I mean, yep, that is what have, it makes special. Yeah, I mean they have needed Benzema to convert an absurd proportion of his chances. No wonder he's the UCL player of the tournament. They have needed Modric to conjure magical passes again and again, and they have. I mean, benefited from Vinicius' growing danger running in behind the opposing fullback. So I mean, 
I since uh, Kunal picked it up and said that he's he's been someone who's followed Real for more, uh, close to a decade now. Just a brief look ahead. Where do you see you know Real going from here? You know Modric is say, staying here for another season. Benzema is not growing any younger. We have I mean um, we have won this season, but where do you see Real Madrid going? For all I know, for all yeah. for all I know, these guys were talking about the 15th in the locker room just after right after the final yeah. i mean it is crazy we like like we are not i mean, like i'm sorry to say but like we are not self proclaimed mentality monsters like we are the mentality monsters and it is pretty self ingrained you see comebacks and comebacks decades after that we are the remontada kings if you see and like the kind of performances we have been pulling uh, in a decade or so or even before that no dis- disrespect to the entire uh, glory of real madrid it's been insane and like it's been passed from generation to generation like uh, for example uh, rodrigo has luka modric uh, and you you see uh, sergio ramos had zinedine zidane uh, marcelo had roberto carlos so it is passed from generation and generation and i'm so happy for the young players uh, coming back to your question players like fede valverde rodrigo vinicius junior kamavinga they these have a blueprint these have a textbook in their hand right now as to how to pull moments of brilliance yeah. mm-hmm. and like i have absolutely no doubt that you know no matter whatever happens in the uh, uh, transfer season or who comes or who doesn't come what about the striker situation and how much uh, long benzema is playing or not This yeah. team is made for creating brilliance, and they'll keep on doing. Yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm talking this as a fan, correct. but yes, yes, yeah, I, I see doing that. I mean, for Anukar sir, I mean the same question to you, Liverpool. As you said when we met yesterday, you know, quadruple, quadruple, nay, triple. Quadruple, yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, on a personal note of what I've, I, and I consider myself a very uh, unbiased, impartial football viewer. True, true, true. I see there's there's a lot of uh, positives Liverpool can take from this season, and they are a force to reckon globally for the years to come, mm-hmm. right? In the, with the same team, with what Klopp has done. Where do you see Liverpool going from here? uh see with only four losses in the entire entire season i think liverpool had an immaculate season yeah. uh, of course uh, they would have and every fan would have wanted better results at the end and we were close here close very very close to winning the premier league we were very very close to winning the champions league but then uh, it was a season of you know uh, what could have been having said that there are a lot of positives as you pointed out and as you know it has yeah. been seen this season but i just think that uh, uh, with the uh, mosa sadio mane going uh, with problems with uh, mohammed salah's contract they need to uh, you know sort these issues of the pitch uh, if, if these players actually need replacing just in case though yeah. i want to really really want it then uh, to replace them with candidates players who can come in and fit in players uh, you know who can actually get into the mold like someone like luis diaz or ibrahima konate who have made their the place in the squad their own yeah. uh, and uh, uh, i think it's like uh, they have momentum i would say liverpool have really good amount of momentum having said that uh, momentum means nothing if you cannot use it and i think they have the right platform the right coach uh, with who has just signed an extension recently yeah. the right mentality it's all yeah and uh, it's all about you know taking steps in the right direction uh, not uh, being pegged down by what has happened and you know looking forward to the next season and uh, giving their giving their best in it and not you know letting their guard down at all and learning uh, from the lessons uh, that they have learned at the business end of this season yeah i mean that's that that's really 
insightful and 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 a close follow up to what's been on with the reds throughout the past 8 to 10 months so i mean kunal before we close this up i just wanted uh, i just wanted you to speak a bit on that luck factor that you mentioned early on in the group about what you wanted to include yeah, at the end like i i uh, in this morning like i read a quote from uh, from an instagram page it was from i guess thomas jefferson he said um, i really like luck and the more harder i work uh, the luckier i get yeah it is about uh, people understand um, this madrid team, team like when they are 1-0 down or like 2-0 down it's very easy to just you know uh, slow down the momentum and not being embarrassed and uh, let your uh, full backs and your midfielders everybody uh, on the defensive line Correct. but no like this this Correct. team suffers a lot this team works a lot insane amounts of works are put like if you see um, like for the uh, if let's consider like any game you consider any game where we are trailing okay yes. in the first half we have run like as compared to the other uh, team like we have run very less but like when it comes to actual moments of brilliance when it comes to actual suffering this cannot be luck this yeah. this just cannot be luck because like it's okay like after uh, mbappe scored the first goal uh, you know before the first half and in the second like yeah yeah like uh, in the second like like and like scoring first goal from benzema was fine okay this that was luck okay that was a luck factor like it takes something to actually lower down the morale of the team that is in front of you and then score two more goals and it happen- mm-hmm. happened again with uh, mm-hmm. chelsea and it happened again with uh, manchester city it was the same and same like uh, even against uh, liverpool i would say um, like these guys knew they, they had played like how many like five five champions league wins in eight years and they know how to dial it down how to control and how to suffer and how to work hard like i i don't think it is luck i don't think you call it luck like obviously like there is this um, word called luck in the english media like you know we have had english pundits uh, de famous right. or uh, you see that uh, memes on now uh, jamie carragher about um, real madrid and everything and like i mean like the players are not bothered so far as and like uh, we walk the talk simple as that absolutely haters gonna hate potatoes gonna potato simple yes, as that yeah. exactly yeah. so i mean i think i think that's really really informative as has been uh, the case for me most of the times i keep saying that at the end i thank you so much kunal for doing this thank you so much anukar sir thank you so much for having me yeah always man with you always a pleasure yeah thank you so much anukar sir for always being the brains and the you know connection guy and you know what else for everything that this podcast is do remember to for uh, to follow us at our social media handles we are on instagram we are on twitter and yes we we do a lot of different kinds of things we want you to engage us with us and probably send us ideas and what not until next time with a very interesting week ahead with you know the uefa nations league and a lot of other things we will be back with those things as well thank before you before we go before you go i would like to say one last thing yeah. congratulations to doi payan too because he also happens to be a real madrid fan yeah. and someone who you know uh, is like the heart of our social media team <laughs> so yeah yeah <laughs> congratulations hala madrid yeah <laughs> that's the that's the probably most pretentious hala madrid i've ever heard yeah <laughs> 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 podcasting thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.